0: South African media giant Naspa's published interim results on Friday. Revenue declined slightly to 41 billion rand, and but core headline earnings grew by 31% to 12.7 billion rand. On the line is Naspers CEO Bob van Dijk. Uh, Bob, welcome to the show. Uh, the market seems to think the results are slightly disappointing, uh, but uh, you are operating in a, in a very competitive and difficult market currently.
1: Yeah, I think in general, actually, the market, uh, we're a little bit ahead of expectations. And um, I think results were generally well received, actually. The um, uh, the main impact on our consolidated numbers that uh, that you will have seen it around uh, a very tough currency environment in, in the African market, which is, has depressed our earnings in our, in our TV business.
0: We're going to get to the TV business now, but the results is, of course, dominated by Tencent. Uh, Are you happy with the performance of Tencent in recent times?
1: I think Tencent has done done a tremendous job, and and I think their ability to to execute at scale and continue to get into new and and very high-growth businesses is very impressive, um, our e-commerce businesses are also showing accelerated growth across the board. And the combination of the two, I think, is, uh, is very encouraging.
0: Tencent, of course, uh, dominates the, the market capitalization of NASPASS. Do you foresee an unbundling uh, in the near future? No, we don't. Why would you not do that? It seems like there's a lot of, there are a lot of assets within NASPASS that are not getting the, the valuations they should be.
1: You know, if, if you look at, at what, we, uh, what we do as a company, we are a global Internet company primarily. And uh, exposure to China, which is the largest Internet market in the world, actually makes a tremendous amount of sense for us. And we also believe that because of the quality of the Tencent team, I think that business has, has considerable further upside potential.
0: Let's talk about the, the South African operations. Uh, of course, we are in South Africa, and it's pretty important to us. Um, what is the, the, the state of health of your South African operations? Let's start with the TV business you've mentioned earlier. It seems like it's uh, under a bit of pressure.
1: So in terms of subscriber growth, if you, if you had a close look at the numbers, we had, a, we had an excellent half. We added uh, more than six hundred thousand subscribers uh, across the continent, and we're actually really pleased with that. The reality is that we have quite a lot of our revenues in local currency. Actually, almost all of our revenue is in local currency, yeah. either in RANs or in Naira's or in, in, in Kwanzaa's. And we have a good chunk of our cost in dollars. And when the dollar strengthens, and it has done quite dramatically, if you look at the year-on-year uh, developments, it, it hurts our profitability. I think operationally we're very happy. I think from a currency point of view and the impact that has, it's been tough.
0: Do you have any way to hedge the the currency risk?
1: Yes, we do. So we we can and we do uh, hedge out our rand exposure. Um, However, in in, uh, markets like Nigeria or in Angola, there's actually not enough liquidity to appropriately hedge that. So there we just have to eat whatever pain comes our way.
0: Mm -hmm. We
1: can compensate compensate by, by addressing our cost base, and we do. But it's um, it's painful when currencies go against uh, against the tide that much.
0: Mm. Um, Showmax is a pretty innovative product launched in South Africa. You know, as a competitor to Netflix, uh, are you happy with the performance of Showmax?
1: It seems very nice growth actually in South Africa, and I think uh, customers in general are using it quite intensively. And the product from, from when we first launched in August last year has evolved a lot. And I think now it's actually an excellent an excellent product. I think there's more we need to do, though. I think uh, for, for many customers, uh, access to, to, to cheap data is, is an issue. Uh, so we're working on lighter versions that consume less data and, and packaging uh, some data with, with uh, the main telco operators. So I think that, that has actually the potential to, to acceler, accelerate things further. Mm.
0: Uh, The print business, of course, in many years ago, it was the core business of NASPAS, but it has uh, declined significantly in especially revenue and profitability contributions, but it is under pressure currently. What is your strategy for your print business?
1: You're absolutely right. It's it's an extremely tough environment where advertisers are moving uh, revenues away from print quite rapidly, and the entire market... And a media market is, is under pressure to begin with. So, so tough and tough trading environment. I think, uh, what the team has done that I, that I admire is they've been pretty, uh, or they've been hard on, on sort of adjusting the cost base to the new reality. And at the same time investing in some businesses that I think are very promising. So our, our online news, um, uh, business is doing, is doing well. Uh, our street business is doing well, and I think that way uh, we're, we're building the future of Media24 while having to, to realize that sort of the traditional print business is under a massive pressure.
0: Of course, the media plays a, a significant role in South Africa, in our constitutional democracy. You are closing some titles, and there is a reduction in the number of journalists uh, in your various publications. Are you concerned about the quality of journalism those uh, titles still produce?
1: So I think the quality of what we produce I I, I feel still very good about. I think the reality is we've we've been mainly closing actually magazines, so not so much on the the newsprint side of the house, but but I think that over time is also hard to avoid. I think it will be a matter of leaner teams and and trying to get the important stories out because I I do agree with you that, that, that news media plays a big role.
0: NASPAS continues to invest uh, in uh, research and development. Uh, where do you see the next Big Tencent to be, and uh, how far are you to actually finding that technology?
1: Yeah, so it's hard to predict the future. Uh, there, there's few crystal balls around there to be had, but I think what we do is we follow we follow where people spend their time and money, yeah, and, that, and then particularly look where technology Hasn't yet transformed the way people uh, people do things, and, and there's a number of fields that we're really excited about. Still, e-commerce is going to be, I think, a, a big growth market all around the world. But also, food, we believe, is going to have an increasing technology-driven uh, uh, transformation. Education is another uh, topic where we believe actually technology has played a relatively modest role compared to what it can do in the years to come. So, so if I have to call out two, those, those are ones that are high on my can list.
0: Can you expand a bit on the educational focus? Uh, w- what type of educational investments are you looking at?
1: So we've made three in the last six months. and what they, They're actually quite different, but I think what they're trying to do is facilitate the way people learn by offering them technology solutions rather than sort of standard classroom uh, offerings. And we stay generally outside the uh, kindergarten to 12th grade uh, education sector, but more in uh, basically discretionary education and, and uh, teaching people how to write code because we are quite convinced that the world needs millions more people who can write good uh, software And I think uh, current education institutions are not able to deliver on on that need. And wherever we see a good model that addresses that, we we get quite excited.
0: Thank you, Bob. That was Bob Pandijk, Chief Executive of NASPAS.